And welcome to another episode of the Modern Man Podcast. Uh, this week, I'm so pleased to invite my good friend, Mr. Haye Pepping, all the way from the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, he's a, a fellow No More Mr. Nice Guy coach, amongst other things. He's working with men over there in Holland. Uh, his company is called Mankracht. Yes. I had a go. I had a go. <laughs> I had a go. Yeah, it got the it got the typical Dutch in there. Yeah, Mankracht. Mankracht. Yeah. There we go. Tell me what Mankracht it means, is... man, because you were telling me a minute ago, and I think the audience need to know. Yeah, man. So Mankracht, man is man. Kracht means it's a Dutch word for power or strength. Um, usually, English words can sometimes be better, you know, to capture a certain meaning. But I think yeah, swear when it comes to when it comes to yeah, especially with swear words, but when it's come, yeah, yeah, we we have we have borrowed a lot of swear words from English. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everyone does, <laughs> but but I think kracht is something. No, it's not really like a good English translation for that. I would say it is. Uh, it's not power. It's not strength. It's a bit of a combination. So uh, yeah, it sounds anyway. like a good masculine word. It is. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Kracht. It's force. Force. It's also maybe a bit in there. But yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit, yeah. It's I've been reading a, a mixture of that. Listening to a very strange book called Force Versus Power, Power Versus Force. Have you ever listened mm. to that? It's a book about yeah. kinesiology. Um, really oh, interesting. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Very science and it'll blow your mind. I can only listen to a little bit of a time and then I've got to go away and think about it. Yeah. Uh, so I've been, I've been on it for a few months now, <laughs> just, like 10 minutes of it and then I need to sit down. Yeah. With a cold cloth on you're sat- saturated. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we got a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's first dip into. So today, um, as we're recording this, today is International Man's Day. Big celebration. Yeah. Um, I'm also celebrating my book hitting number one on Amazon today as well. So uh, I'm going to be popping the champagne. Uh, is that something you guys? Cel- how's it going over there? Like, is that something you guys celebrate? Like 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 uh, International Men's Day. Yeah, yeah. Well, celebration. I don't know. I didn't put a lot of effort in it to put attention on it this year. I did yeah. other years, but uh, yeah. Last week I bought a house, and um, you know, I was captured with other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about it as a concept? Yeah, I think it's good. I think when there is like a, an International Women's Day, there should be an International Men's Day, of course. Yeah. Um, but as a concept, yeah, I think it's a good concept to to uh, also to stand still by the fact that there are men and women, and that men have, you know, stuff that they are good at and uh, struggles um, similar to women. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I think that that's a good thing. And uh, what I liked about your Facebook post is like, let's you know emphasis put emphasis on on not so much the troubles of the men but let's put emphasis on what what men actually contribute you know yeah. what is like more positive uh things that 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 are typical for men yeah i mean and that that's kind of like what what i'm all about my company the, the modern man coach and the, the modern man concept is all about promoting positive masculinity because it seems to me that we're really comfortable we're talking about men when it comes to uh you know Poor mental health and, and the suicide rates and either that or we're, we're comfortable talking about toxic masculinity and, and stuff like that. But yep. we really struggle. And every year I put on posts on social media about International Men's Day and talk about trying to celebrate and they get hardly any engagement. 
like people really struggle. I mean, I've got a men's group with like 200, uh, 1,200 men in there, 1,300, 1,400 men in there. And I asked the question, you know, what's, what's so great about being a man? And it's like tumbleweeds, like whew, ghost town yeah. in there. Like men really struggle to go, you know what? Here's a, you know, we have a few of the normal things, oh, balls, uh, you know, where we get to pee standing up. <laughs> and, and then there's lots of things that they don't get. So they, they're like, oh, we celebrate not having to give birth or not having periods. Um, but it's a real struggle. It is, yeah. Down there, and I, I like. I, I think this is massive part of the problem. We, be, you know, in International Women's Day, women are full of it. You know, what's great about being a woman? And women will be like, oh, we've got all this stuff and beauty and dance and oh, and intuition and all these sort of things. Yeah, and yeah. it's a great big celebration. But we really bloody struggle with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I agree to a certain extent because I can name a few things where we men in general are, you know, what could be celebrated. I think yeah. our ability to to look over things and 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 stay present with with stuff. Yep. Um, I think that's that's like a real big quality, at least that how I experience it in my relationship with my wife. I mean, we've been together for 21 years, yeah. um, you know, and, and she's a woman and I'm a man and we don't try to compete with each other. We try to embrace the differences that we have. Yes. And as I just said, you know, last week we, we bought a house and it's a super stress stressed uh, a market now with the houses in the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, so we, we had to we had to operate really fast within hours. Yeah. So for me, this was really like a masculine practice. Like, no, you know, this feels good. Okay, we're gonna do it. And and my wife, after we 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 got the phone call that we got the house, she went through a roller coaster of emotions. You yeah. know, like fuck, I'm not sure about the neighborhood. <laughs> and you know, sure, and that is all fine. Um, but for me, I felt you know, as soon as that phone call came, I was like, oh, peace. You know. Yeah, while actually the whole process started for her. So and I think that's like a big difference. And there actually we as men, at least I talk for myself right now, can make a change and, you know, hold space for that. And like, hey, you know, we've done we've done the right thing. Yeah, go through your emotions. We did the right thing. And, and I think this is like a, a huge quality that, that we have as men. So I think for me and you to, to sit down and, and consider our strengths, I guess because we do it professionally and we spend quite a lot of time kind of thinking about this and we also operate largely from a place of conscious masculinity right mm -hmm. and i think generally the the problem and the reason why the wider public and lots of other men can't can't join us in this conversation is because they're still unsure as to what that is or what or what it even means is that yeah. fair yeah. <laughs> Well, in order, what I just shared about, you know, me and my wife, the dynamics in there. Yeah. yeah? So it takes a bit of, I would say, it takes a bit of, of, of courage to say such a thing. For sure. Yeah? Because to a certain extent, you're pointing out traditional uh, stuff, what has been said about roles like women and men. And, uh, you know, there has been a huge force in, in, in Western society to, to make that kind of equal. Like, yeah, women can also do that. And which is sure, you know, I, I'm, it's super great that, that women participating in, in, in work, etc. And, you know, don't get me wrong, you know. Um, but at the same time, I think there are differences. And I think embracing those differences is, is about, that's as you just said nicely, that's conscious masculinity it's about embracing those differences and, and see where you can actually make a difference there and and how you can use those differences in in order to especially in a relationship how you can work it out instead of trying to to be the same you know does that make what sense I, what i've discovered yeah totally um mm. what what i've discovered though is you know when you said it's it's brave and it does it feels like that and whenever i have the conversation with groups of men i remember when i first set up my men's group 
the guy, all the first couple of hundred guys in there were like, what are we going to do if the women find out we're in here? Yeah. Like guys, don't worry, man. Yeah. Like, so I think a lot of this is in our own heads because yeah. so, so much of my content and the things that I talk about and, and you as well, we go about and, and put this stuff out into the world. And yeah. actually I encounter far less resistance and disagreement than I thought I would. You know, yeah. don't get me wrong. There are still some people that aren't having it. You know, they just, they don't yeah. resonate with this kind of message at all. And that's cool because there is a spectrum, right? And some cool. people just do not, and some men are just not on, in that masculine end of the spectrum. And that's cool. That's um, and there are lots of women who are, and they're just like, but that, that sounds like me, you know, and that's cool as well. And, and nothing what either of us say are trying to um, negate their, their experience. For sure. But what we're saying is there's a whole heap of other people that do resonate with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and again, the amount of support, I don't know about you again, but the amount of support I get from women when we talk about masculinity in a positive way, they're crying out for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I experience similar. Um, the thing is, you just discussed like a um, um, it, it's usually, you know, what you just said, it's, it's our own idea of. Yeah. Oh, can I say this? You know, is this truly? And and if I reflect on my own upbringing, I I I I've you know when I grew up in the, in the 80s, you know, feminism was on its on its rise, and and I yeah. came from a very uh, feministic. Is that the right word to say? It'll do. Uh, we know what it yeah. means. Yeah, yeah, feministic. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, family. Yeah. So there was a lot of emphasis on on. Um, women participating um, and it was also emphasis on men being jerks yeah that was a message that i received a lot yeah. when i was a child like men are not okay yeah and of course my father was there but it was always about other men yeah hey. of course it was not about my father <laughs> no 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 it was all the other men yeah but that's the message that i got and i till today i struggle with that as a as a it's specifically my aunt she was really like a uh, like fanatic in that field um and uh, you know recently i had a good talk with her about it and 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 she said to me yeah hi yeah i i now you know in retrospect i can see that i have put a lot of uh you know man hate on you yeah or not on you but but in the discussions that we had during birthdays and you know when we were had get-togethers as a family and now she said, yeah, but it's uh, now I see differently. She said, so kill me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> metaphorically, kill me. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that was really good. And that really helped me also to, yeah, okay. I, I, I can let go of this idea of that men are not okay. It's like, we are okay. We are okay. It is okay to be a man. Exactly. But, but yeah, I mean, I had to go for exactly the same thing when I stepped into this into this role and kind of put myself out there as somebody who represented men and masculinity and, and began my kind of quest to try and find out how, how we can develop that, those ancient, for me, ancient, it's not traditional. I don't like that word traditional masculinity It's ancient masculine. This stuff, you know, what's within us has been there since the dawn of time. It's, it's older than the fifties and sixties, you know, <laughs> it got a little bit warped, since capitalism and, and money and everything else like that came into it. And that, that's when it all started to get a bit bent out of shape between men and women. And yeah. when, when we, when we think about going back, we can only, most people only think about that more recent history. And yeah. my thing is about getting some of that ancient stuff, bringing it forward and seeing how we can fit it into the, in, into modern society. I don't have all the answers. I haven't met anybody that does yet. Um, it's all about discovering because our our in our lifetimes 70s and 80s and, and 90s 
<laughs> with the feminist movement that, that that needed to happen, right? It kind of <laughs> we needed to bring some equality, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then now we've kind of got it isn't finished yet, but but we've got a lot closer. Yeah. We do need to bring this little balance up. And for me, women are much more comfortable with doing that than men are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really interesting. I, I totally agree. And I, I also like what you said about you don't have the answers. I don't have the answers either. But yeah. for me, it's also like an exploration. So that's also what I sometimes use in, in my marketing. You know, hey, come on, join me. You know, let's let's do this together. Let's shape, you know, this this form of masculinity that fits the 21st century. I don't have the answers, but we need to do this together. I mean, and we don't need women to do this. We as men need to do this. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, yeah. I, I and totally like I said, we, we, what we do need is the support of women. Yeah, uh, of course. And, and to be allowed this this the space without without being attacked and without having pressure on us. And I, yeah. and I think, the, in my experience, again, the vast majority of women are, are happy to do that, which is cool. Yeah, 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 man. I totally agree. And um, yeah, so I also, I don't blame feminism or, or blame, you know, there's no blame. You know, no. it's, as you said, it, 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 has, it was a necessary step. Like, it was yeah. like a big... I think it's, it's, I think it's a backlash. Great. It needed, it yeah. needed to happen and it was totally understandable exactly. because of the way the women were treated beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And, and ours, this is the thing, I guess we don't really come from that place where, where we're fired up to, to have this backlash yet. No. Um, it, it, there is a, there is, there are some small movements out there. A lot of the kind of like red pill stuff and the men going their own way stuff. There's a yeah. lot of good information in those kind of communities. For me, what I don't, really resonate with it's the kind of energy behind it for for a lot of uh for a lot of it i don't resonate with the energy behind it because it feels like it comes from a, a blaming place and, yeah, a, and a, bit of a victim yeah. mode it's like oh, everybody's out to get us women hate us yeah. society yeah. hates us the courts and everything yeah. else like that is against us man and, and yeah. i don't i don't resonate with that i'm like look you know we have so much stuff within our own power to to help that it starts starts by taking responsibility for ourselves as individual men and and as a as a group okay yep. so face up to what what we do badly yep. <laughs> own that and 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 also be proud of what we do what we do really well yeah. and move forward with kind of kindness consideration and and pride you know yeah yeah that totally resonates i i have similar ideas about red pill movement there's a lot of anger and and resentment yes. there um and if you if you compare the current at least what I envision about what what the men what men should be doing. If you compare it with like the rise of the of the women, you know, looking yeah. back at the past one hundred years, it's for for the women it was like one big triumph, yeah, gaining, gaining, gaining. Like you know, yeah. able to choose on the from the politics system, uh, you know, participating on the on the work uh, on work, you know. So that it was one big triumph. And now for us men, you know, we have a bit of a different path to go right now. You know, yeah, it's not sure. it's not so much about um, um, external triumph. It's more, uh, I would say, an internal triumph, which is less visible. And you know, but yeah, um, it's a beautiful uh, way of putting it, man. I couldn't yeah. agree more. It's actually is an internal battle, isn't it? Really, yeah, that we yeah. need to confront. And actually, yeah. for men, that's that's difficult. That's not <laughs> like guys don't really want to do that. We're <laughs> yeah. used to that. No, how to fight the dragon out there, right? Then uh, yeah. the humans inside. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. It's good, yeah. but we're getting there, you know. And, and yeah. uh, you and I both run kind of like men's groups, and uh, um, I was looking on some of some of your stuff the other day, and and you were talking about how actually when we provide a space for men 
to come out and and talk about this sort of stuff. It's surprising how quickly they actually get into it, especially in the, that group environment. It's almost yeah. easier than in that one-to-one once they realize that other guys are going through the same thing and they've got a safe space where, where they can kind of explore this stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it surprises a lot of people how how quickly they we can get into it. Definitely. And sometimes yeah, and of course it's also about setting, you know, it's also about setting the setting the tone as, as yeah. facilitators. Yeah? I mean, don't underestimate that. I mean, it's easy to put a put a group of guys in, in, in a room or in a virtual room, but but you need to to provoke them a little bit in order to go there. Huh? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a great example. Yesterday, I had my second, uh, um, I had my second episode of, of of a training program that I'm running now. There was this one guy, and he was so enthusiastic about you know the whole thing going on. He said, "Oh my God, I've shared stuff with you guys that I he- that I never share with my best friends, and you guys are strangers for me." And I just put it out there, and it's it's like a big weight, you know, that is dropping off my shoulders. And uh, you know, he, he he was hardly able to contain it, you know, yeah. like ah. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's that's a, it's a beautiful uh, thing to witness. Like I said, I, is, I, we're, I'm running, I'm in my third week now of my men's group that I, that I just started yeah. an eight week program. And we've had similar kind of breakthrough moments where guys, you know, and I've been welling up myself, some of it, you know, when you see guys finally clicks and they, and, and just being yeah. able to, to unburden themselves a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you think, there's a, a thing about being able to do it with strangers because I know like some of my mates, like my, my mates that I went to school with or like my old friends and stuff, like tradition, traditionally and certainly for our generation, like our, the way we interact with other men is to go to the pub, have a few beers, go watch some sport or something like that and have a laugh, banter. And it's all quite shallow, isn't it? And Until we get really drunk and then we might go into a bit more stuff and cry and then none of us remember it the next day anyway. <laughs> What, what what we are missing are these are these kind of environments where it's about positivity. It's about talking about deeper issues with with some trust that you're not going to have the piss taken out of you. Because I think with my mates, if I came up with two, they probably wouldn't be like they wouldn't even know how to react. Do you know what I mean? Then they 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 have to then resort yeah. to taking the piss um, or ha- yeah. and having a laugh, a bit of banter. And I think that that kind of stops a lot of guys from being too vulnerable. So it's actually almost easier to do with strangers, isn't it? Strangers. Yeah, I totally recognize that. I have like a group of friends with whom I uh, uh, was in the high school period, like in my my late late teens, uh, 20s, you know, a lot of partying, Um, you know. And with this group, you know, I... we we have so much fun together, but it's not it's about the isn't it? I, I don't want to minimize how important having. No, no, is. exactly. No, <laughs> I agree. But but you know, some and, and once a year, once every two years, we still go on the weekend with each other, and then it's yeah. like from from the first minute, it's like you know, bashing each other and like the the, the, the most gross jokes. Yeah. yeah, and that's it, you know. Um, and sure, with one of them, some of them individually, I, I have like a, a more deeper connection. But it, it, that is that is what it is. So so the more deeper connections I have, I have with other men that I have met after that period. You yeah, know, that too. are also that I that I met in my work, that I met in. Well, you know, uh, we're gonna discuss probably tantra as well. But I met there some some great guys um, mm. with whom I'm in a men's group right now that, that that take a different stance in life. And you know, the whole base of that connection with those guys has a is is different. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, uh, we have a, a similar life trajectory. You introduced yeah. it, brother. Let's uh, <laughs> uh, definitely, man. Let's let's talk about the tantra stuff because, like, ever since we met, um, and I did 
I did the 21 days. I've done kind of, I've done it like kind of three times now. Um, and, and for, for experiencing it and, and getting different kind of out, outcomes every, every time. And it's been a fascinating journey and it's something, unfortunately, lockdown has just prevented me from getting more involved with it. Um, talk to me about your journey, man. How did you get involved yeah, in the first place and, and what's the what kind of the benefits? For yeah. So, so I mentioned the word Tantra and you mentioned the 21, 21 day challenge. So let's, yeah. let's, let's go for that. Um, right. you know, because I think that, you know, okay, let's start with the beginning. No, so I think it's about eight, nine years ago. Yeah. The relation between me and my wife was uh, at a low. We were a brother and a sister. We were, there was no spark anymore. There was no passion. It was very functional. Uh, our son was two at the time. So a lot of attention went to him. Uh, you know, there was no, there was no spark. There was no joy in our relationship. So yeah. we tried relationship therapy. Like we wanted to work this out. Relationship therapy didn't work out. Then some of our friends said, hey, maybe you should try a tantric course. Yeah, See if you can spice up your sex life. Maybe that will work. I mean, I was very skeptical, skeptical towards this. Uh, I also noticed like, yeah, if you're going to do that training, then you you, know, you need to stop coming. I was like, fuck, I don't want to do that. So a lot of resistance. Yeah. And so after half a year of resistance, I guess, then, then we finally took the, took, the, took the deep dive with the two of us and said, okay, let's do this. And actually there in this workshops, there we found actually what the problem was with our relationship, that there was like a reverse polarity, I would say. Like yep. my wife was doing a lot of the stuff in the household. I was following, yeah, basically. And really my wife was on top of the finances. Um, yeah. And I, I wasn't, you know, and I, at the time I was still drinking a lot of alcohol. So there was a lot of numbing and, and not being engaged in, in my own life, but, but, but also not in the relationship anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so there we realized like, Hey, if we want to make this work, if we want to create this, call it an ancient polarity again, mm-hmm. eh? Because this is this is I believe strongly, you know, you have men and women, and then they, they there's like a, a a biological attraction between those two species. Yep. Yeah? Um, yeah, then 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 you need I need to step it up, and my wife needed to step it down, basically, yeah? create a vacuum where I could step in as a guy, and that was a really tough practice for us because there, there was, you know, the patterns were so deep uh, in our you know you know the, the dependency that we had on each other. Um, but we, but we did it, yeah. So I took I, I became in charge of the finances. Um, so um, that, that's only one example. But sometimes we we practice like, especially on a Sunday, we practice like, okay, you follow me. You know, I'm gonna determine everything we're gonna do today. Yeah. And for me, it was also like you know pointing her out, like okay, now we go to the forest. Please, you know, you know uh, put on clothes, and you know having to think about everything that she needs to do as well. So thinking for yourself is already like a challenge. And then you know you need to think about you know what the other one will do. And this is not so much because we want to go back to those traditional role models. No, of course not. But this is like a practice for me, like yeah. you know getting in there. Yeah, getting in there and for my wife also practice like no i'm not going to decide anything i'm just going to relax and be in my feminine and let me be guided by my man and you know that's what we did and in the sexual realm of course there was a huge realm there was a huge exploration actually by quitting our peak orgasm but these are like let's two separate subjects i would say so so we restored the polarity by you know by behavior by acting acting was there a change was there a change with the sexual dynamic just by doing those things yeah well of course we did those things in parallel so it's difficult to point out what 
you know what was first I found or what with, my cli- with my clients obviously I, I don't i don't teach tantra or anything else like that but i do teach how to how to readdress that po- polarity balance mm-hmm. and the it has an immediate effect for, for yeah. some of them in the, in the in the bedroom as soon yeah. as they start creating that positive tension as uh, dr glover calls it yeah yeah it's a positive tension what you what you create and of course that works um but i think if you start working on controlling your 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 peak orgasm um you add to that Mm -hmm. um because um going a bit into the theory i think when you you know as a guy when you regular come so when you ejaculate when you you know uh, how do you call it when you well basically when you get out your sperm yeah yep um you know there's there's I, you know if you ask a guy do you feel more sexual or less sexual attractive after you just came you know every guy says no i feel less uh, attracted to my wife yeah and i think there's like a bio- biological reason for that yeah so you've you've spread your semen there and then you know you lose your you lose your uh, you know interest in that woman uh, basically sure. it's time for the next one yeah to yep. to share your chances of of getting offspring um so, so, th- and so, and, and this is a, a, a biological thing, yeah. yeah. And uh, then you can basically hijack that by, you know, stop coming. So my tantric teacher always told me, you know, Haye, you always need to walk off with a hard on, yeah, because then you, then you, re- then you kind of keep the tension there, yeah. You yeah. keep the tension because if you don't come, if you don't make an end. Then there will not be like an end of the of the sexual tension. You can, you know, you don't need to fuck for like like hours, but you can, you know, if it's nine nine p.m. in the evening, you say, okay, now we're gonna stop, and then the next morning the tension is still there. Yeah, so that's a huge advantage, uh, I would say, at least in my relationship, uh, in comparison to uh, to regular or daily or, or I don't know how how much people come but uh yeah you, you always have to build up the sexual tension again and when you stop coming the, the tension you know it, it's still there does it make sense T- totally yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah, it, yeah. It, it, i didn't i didn't expect it to have as much of an effect on me when i when i did it um as as it did okay me. um especially during the kind of the later stages of it yeah. question so does it ever end do you ever ejaculate is that the no, yeah. Right now, I'm in the phase where, uh, uh, so I started this practice about eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. seven years ago, so eight years ago. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I never. I, no, I I don't come. You know, that's my that's my practice. I don't come. That's my default. But sometimes I you know I have a miss. I call it a miss. Then you know the tension becomes or the the energy is so high that I ah oh, you know I go over the edge and then it's okay. You know. Um, there were there were times that I was really bashing myself for that, uh, specifically in the beginning when you want to master this, you know. Then it's always like a fallback, but now it's like okay, you know, uh, I have it like once every two months or three months that I have a miss. Yeah. One of the things I found was at the end, um, I was kind of expecting like the a tsunami or whatever. Um, I was expecting to just like literally look at it, touch it, whatever, and I was just going to explode, but that didn't happen. I actually then, even though I was trying to, found it really different, found it really difficult to, to, to come after because I'd spent kind of like so much time focusing on not doing it yeah. um, that, that it, it became a bit of a struggle to do it. And I had to kind of like relearn how, how to do it again. Um, and then Good on I, you, man. Good on <laughs> you. Yeah. 
<laughs> there's a lot of guys or you super jealous on that man uh, i mean a lot of guys struggling with premature ejaculation and wanting to yeah. master this uh, this 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 con- want to master basically the control about their ejaculation so so anyway yeah so the final one like i said i had a i had a couple of goes at it so like a, the, the the kind of second and third time what i was really trying to do is was to orgasm without ejaculating oh yeah and then kind of like an internal one, which it's come pretty close. I've been meaning to speak to you about this and now we're doing it publicly. So uh, <laughs> like, is that is that a thing? Is that something to master? The internal orgasm? Is that a thing? I mean, I hear I hear whispers in the wind that we can have like nine or ten different kinds of orgasms. Like I know I'm a million miles away from doing that, but yeah, well, of course. You know, I think there's there are all ways to uh, to have like a like a peak orgasm, orgasms without uh, you know um without losing your sperm yeah now, i don't master that to be honest yeah that's not something i, I uh, uh that i've been practicing for me it was all about not coming um but there are different orgasms it's not only the the cock orgasms i would say you know there's yeah. also uh, full body orgasms you know that you can experience as a guy which has to do with you know opening you open up your body also on on offer on, on with, with other how should i how should i say other um practices like like yoga so you basically prepare your body for sexual energy to 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 run through you and um that's a good thing that but that that's you know it's not like you stop ejaculating um that you suddenly can have full body orgasms that that usually takes a while before your yeah. body is kind of adapted or is being you, basically you need to kick off of your addiction of, of your peak orgasm and yeah. once you are you know letting go that addiction a bit then your body is slowly preparing for for other orgasms to to happen and it's not it as i said full body orgasms but as guy you can also have like anal orgasms which might be you know uh, frightening to some some men but yep you know i'm not i'm not i i have to admit i'm not there yet and and um i was on a, a youtube tv program and we were we were talking about it and i went you know what like i am i even though i'm the modern man and i'm kind of like open-minded with all of this stuff there is still again because of the area that the era that i grew up in um as a mixed race guy there's a lot of my kind of that kind of uh jamaican heritage and, and stuff like that and i grew up in in that kind of community yeah. and like homophobia w- was was big in the kind of 80s and 90s right that was kind of like when it arrived and you almost didn't want to touch another man like because he'd be yeah. accused of being gay blah blah blah, blah. and yeah. like I, you know as a young teenager I, I i'm i'm embarrassed to admit that i kind of participated in 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 some of that and that thinking definitely ingrained itself me and i haven't i haven't got to the point where i'm ready to let that go yet <laughs> despite some of the guys who are telling me that yeah it's all about getting uh you know uh having stuff up there i'm, I'm not i'm not there yet man one day maybe, maybe. Fidel, you, you need to you have you need some some headspace to grow man so there you go yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe i'll work on it yeah so, so here's the question i get asked the most when i kind of talk about this I've kind of got yeah. my answer, but I'm interested to hear yours. So where, if, if the goal then isn't to orgasm, if you don't have an orgasm while you're having sex, where is the kind of like the pleasure derived from? Because obviously we're conditioned to think, well, that's the whole point of sex, right? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. everybody orgasm at the end? That's kind of, that's the fun part, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and a lot uh, of men treat the rest of it as the job. So first of all, we must make the woman come, and then we get our go, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of guys, if they don't feel like they can do that, they just go in, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and it's over in 15 seconds, they get up and go to sleep. So yeah. the kind of concept is, well, if we don't get the orgasm, where's, where's the pleasure? What's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't orgasm, then if you look at it, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your answer to that? What do you give when people kind of come up with that? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So there's multiple answers to this question, uh, but it's a very good question. First of all, it has to do with mindset, and um, I think it is also about changing your mindset from what can I get from the sex yeah. to a mindset of how can I serve in the sexual realm? Okay. How can I serve my woman? How can I open? Uh, how, how can I open her up? And that can be a pleasure in itself. Yeah, if you if you if you can come from that space where you can see that your woman is like yeah, going fully crazy uh, on you, yeah, that can be uh, that can be an orgasm in itself. Um, but that's that as I said, that's that's a that's a mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So changing your focus of what can I get from it to how can I serve? Yeah. That that's that's one answer. The other answer is yeah, sure, it's a lot of work when you are in the in the masculine role in the sexual realm and you have to satisfy a woman and fuck her and fuck her and uh, all different positions and she can't get get enough because you don't come. So it's like endless, endless, endless. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So at a certain point you might become tired. And I think I think there's not like the the, the guy that is like 100% masculine. There's always a bit of a feminine side in every man, you know. So at a certain point in time, at least that's what I do with my with my wife is, and we change roles. Then it's like her saying, "Okay, man, thank you for fucking me. Now I'm going to use you as my little toy boy." Yeah. So then, then it's changing the roles, and then you know, depending on your how homophobic you are, the yeah. ass might come, you know, in play if you're open for it, literally. Yeah. So so that that is a way where you can actually be on the receiving side as well. Um, and you don't need, you know, you don't need to, to become gay or such to do so. I mean, you have strap-ons, you have dildos, but, and if you don't want it, you can also, you know, be played with without, you know, a lot of attention to your ass. I mean, um, yeah. so, so that's another way to, to where you can actually uh, receive them. Can, can also be a massage, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of like, what, what changed for me was, I want to come back to one of the points, but I think my kind of, whole mindset shifted from where it was like goal focused sex is just goal focused and it's about right you come then i come then we go to sleep or whatever then we then we stop so like <laughs> kind of is this process um to then actually the enjoyment that my enjoyment then came from not just the pleasure i was given but also being super bloody present like and actually just enjoying the sex without the goal without the end point enjoying the journey of it all and the 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 experience in the moment you know um and that whole pleasure which we often kind of don't notice because we're either so busy holding back until it's our turn like yeah. and then we're just about like get to this place get to this place get to this place get to this place boom thank you yeah. i won um you know yeah. that that we we miss out on being present and i think a lot of women have a like really get a lot of pleasure when a man brings his present yeah into the bed into the bedroom that's like the biggest thing you can do right yeah um and that that's that's what it changed for me was that concept of just it not ever 
it wasn't goal orientated then not for me yeah. or her it was just about being really present in the moment and and yeah making art with the two of you with your bodies that's what you do and um that's total makes sense what you just said i mean i've been also call it i don't know if you call it orgies or, or sexual parties um you can always feel when you enter a room if there are like tantric people there or that it's like swingers we call them swingers in the, in the netherlands yeah yeah, yeah. Or it's like swingers that still come you know because swingers when they are like in a group session you know they look around while they're fucking someone and they, they're looking if people are actually seeing them you know it's, you know so so there's not that's not really presence you know and while if you were more in like a tantric setting, then you, you notice immediately that the guys who are engaging with women are like they're focusing on that woman they are interacting with. And that, that's, a, that's a huge difference. That, that, that's how you can you know, distinguish between, I would say. It was quite funny. Like I, I haven't experienced it a lot, but I've been to a couple of those kind of sex parties. And, and one of the things that, that struck me actually was, was the performance anxiety. Mm. that i saw the guys getting from looking around and stuff like that and then and losing their erections and stuff because of like they would looked at the next guy and he might have been bigger or he might have been going at it harder and like he was just in, totally intimidated by by it by it and stuff and there was a lot of performance anxiety going on which was which is interesting yeah you, i didn't i didn't expect to see that because i would i just my thought was if you're there doing all that stuff that's the sort of thing that would turn you on like you know rather than getting anxiety but i yeah i get it yeah hindsight yeah man that's in play uh i still yeah i prefer one-on-one instead of large groups uh also because of that i mean it doesn't have my preference of course it can be fun you know but then the, the the it's about having fun but but i don't like being in groups to have sex you know this is not my that it doesn't have my preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. It didn't strike me as being my kind of cup of tea either. To no. be to be fair, like I said, once in a while uh, that can be fun. But oh, exactly, yeah, differently like a McDonald's. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, not something you want to do. Every it, day. it it it. You know, having having had those orgies, etc. It's great. You know, when I die tomorrow, I, I, at least I can say yes, I did, I did that. You know, <laughs> so, so yeah, I think that's great that I've done mm-hmm. it. I'm I'm super. Yeah, it's it's super. So what are the kind of, what are the next levels with this sort of stuff? So we focus on, on kind of like, are you, are you, are you guys still, still involved? Are you still on a journey or, or are you kind of like plateauing? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So as I said, um, uh, eight years ago, we kind of discovered uh, Tantric and we, we, uh, we still together. It, it saved our relationship. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we, we still know how we can serve each other in, 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 in with sexuality. So that's mm-hmm. a great thing. Um, over the past two, three years, our sexual activity has decreased a bit. Yeah. It's okay. Um, other things are okay. more important. The other thing is what, what is in play, I think, with these things is we've done a lot in the sexual realm. And yeah. to a certain extent, it also is like, okay, been there, done that, you know? So it's also like having explored that. So also the, the need of, exploring more and more there is it's not there anymore so every now and then i, I go on a date or I, I do something with with other women but but it's not like that that is my uh you know uh the heat is off that does it make sense i mean it's like totally it's, yeah does, is, does she feel the same or is this kind of like yeah, yeah. She, no no she feels the same and uh <laughs> and the actually longing that we have together is also like yeah how can we take our sexuality to the next level in the, in terms of how can we still 
uh, meet each other uh, in, in the sexual realm um, without getting bored with each other? How can we, you know, create a connection there? And until so far, sometimes there's still like a two weeks or that we don't have any sex, but we always try to find each other uh, to see if we can make it happen again. And, you know, the best sex I have with my wife, you know, Brilliant. I can go have sex with another woman and that is like, can be kinky and can be, you know, uh, maybe even a bit dirty, but the level of deepness that's yeah, with yeah. my wife. I, 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 there's, there's nothing else. There's no other woman with whom I can so deep as with my wife. That's beautiful to hear, man. That is beautiful yeah. to hear. Yeah. I've got one question going, going back to when, when I asked you um, about <clears throat> what the purpose was and you were talking about kind of like service there. And yeah. one of the kind of concepts that seems to kind of be a little bit contradictory when we talk about like the, the, the nice guy stuff, which is a little bit more focused on, on self um, uh, and, and, and that element there, which you were talking about, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm just not even going to experience the, the, the orgasms, do you know what I mean? For, for, for months, I'm just literally having sex is about service. How do those two kind of conflicting concepts work? Cause that could almost be seen as kind of like nice guy behavior, right? A, a little bit like I'm going to, I'm, I'm engaging in sex just to give my woman pleasure rather than taking it myself. Uh-huh. How do those two kind of, well, yeah, well, interesting question. And it, <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel the, your, the, the contradictional part in there. Um, I think the whole difference is about a nice guy pleases his woman because he wants something in return. Um, yeah. And and I think I think when you when you you know go in the sexual realm and you try to serve your woman without wanting something back yes. then you have a different then you have a different play Boom. and this is kind of this is kind of similar to uh, men being connected with their life purpose or not yeah and so i think when, when when men are not really connected to their life purpose they are they are also looking for what can i get from society what can i do in order to get money etc while as soon as they get in contact with their life purpose that becomes less important because they are focusing on how can I serve with my life purpose to society, and 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 that makes it makes a whole different game. And I think that is you know something similar to the to the sex, um, and I think that's the difference between pleasing because you want to get something in return, or you know serving your woman without wanting anything in return because you are able to take care of your own needs. That's beautiful because it becomes quite a, a difficult explanation. And, and I mean, and it's not, and it's not just sex. That is the, the difference, isn't it? Because I think when you first come out and speak to guys about nice guys um, syndrome or whatever, they in everybody initially there, there's, there's a resistance there to go, no, 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 no. But I, I do this because I, I don't want anything in return. You know, da, 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 da. I'm doing it because it's good to, to serve society. And it's really easy to, to come out with that. Right. And totally sidestep the energy behind with which you're doing it. Right. Because that's uncomfortable when you yeah. start to look at that. Okay. Well, what I'm actually, what am I really, what's the truth here? I am yeah. expecting something in return. And you'll know that when you don't get it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you yeah. don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Well put. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've kind of struggled with that conversation, especially online. 
I'm, I'm good when I'm working with clients and, 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 and we can do it in an experiential kind of way and even in small groups. But like when I first start talking about nice guy stuff, about kind of like um, kind of pleasing and they always come back with service because they're, they're, there's a different energy behind it, isn't there? Yeah. yeah it's difficult to, to articulate, should we say. Yeah, yeah it is. And this is, this is the nuance, eh? what we're talking yeah. about right now. This is exactly the difference between, uh, yeah, you know, having strings to the outcome or having, uh, yeah, being, being attached to, to, to the outcome. And that's the outcome. Um, and I think the difference is, uh, I like to, to quote uh, Dr. Robert Glover here, the author of Normal Mr. Nice Guy. Um, as men, you need to focus on working on your cake, you know, uh, mm. your cake. And cake is like, are you in touch with your life purpose? Are you in shape? Are you taking care, good care of yourself? You know, this is all about your life. And, and if that all is in order, then a woman can be the icing on the cake. And then, you know, you can also treat a woman out of, because, you know, it's, it's the extra. Yeah. Yeah. So to speak. So, so it doesn't, you don't need anything from that. Yeah. Because you've worked on your cake yourself. And I think this is like a, uh, uh, yeah, this is like a big shift that I, at least I try to make in my head. Like, yeah, I need to work on my cake. That's, that's priority number one. And it's not selfish. No, it's, I, I can only, you know, by taking care of my cake, that is a, that is a precondition in order to be able to take care of my family. Right? Sure. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. just coming from a, a, a place of strength and fullness, aren't you? Rather than a place of kind of exhaust exhaustion and, and tired and and when you're in that space you you're gonna be more greedy like you know you're gonna want and need more stuff exactly. externally yeah. um whereas when you're coming from a place of fullness and you're you know you've 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 baked your cake <laughs> filled yeah. your bucket as another another uh, mr glover's term, terminology when your bucket is full it's much easier than to to give without want without needing anything in return yeah. Because yeah, you're taking care of it yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of men, a potential, uh, how should I say? No, a lot of men that I consider as nice guys that that don't realize actually that they're nice guys themselves, because there's a huge a lot of men that that are in that space. I would say. Yeah. Um, they still consider it as, as selfish, and and you know they they see it also as a virtue. You know, to never be angry, for instance, to always be, uh, you know. Uh, they see it as a virtue basically to not put themselves on number one and, 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 you know, being, and, and I think that's very unhealthy. It is. And it's, but it's really easy. The language behind it and the things you yeah. can say is yeah. really easy to skate past uh, it's, the, oh, the it's reality of the issue with all yeah. of that and, and look virtuous when you do yeah. it. Um, again, uh, mostly I've encountered this kind of like with online conversations where like in my group and, and, and stuff like that, where I've tried to engage and, and, and have this, uh, I had this discussion with with guys. Um, yeah. It's it's really easy for them to to kind of skate past it without without doing the inner work. Yeah. But I guess you know all you can do is create the space, continue the conversation, and when they have that aha moment, um, okay, well here's the here's the space because again the two options they immediately just go well if 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 I'm not nice then I must be uh, it's better than being an asshole right. Yeah. like those aren't the only two options <laughs> yeah. Yeah. those aren't the only two options you know the opposite of nice guy isn't asshole like you know no no no, no. and it always takes a bit of uh, as i said a bit of nuance to explain yeah. actually what, we, yeah. what we're working on yeah it's not it's not the asshole or the other nice guy there is you know there is something in between there that is like uh 
So for me, I've come up with the concept, which is why my kind of like the, my new kind of like branding and, and my concept for this is um, I'm calling it the king. Like, yeah. you know, the, the king who who kind of like rules his his realm internally and, and his external thing, his family, his castle, um, kind of this this concept, some kind of kind of works for me in my head. Uh, I, I, some guys aren't on board with it. Like there's a lot of guys who've got like massive resistance the world is too ego filled i don't want to think of me and myself as a king like well, who's this and i'm like you know and that that breaks my heart yeah. you know women are like yeah yes queen like you know yeah. Queen, yeah. They're all going around wearing crowns and I, I i bought myself one uh like a crown and started taking pictures of myself and i could feel it guys are just yeah, I'm a king. who do you yeah. think you are and i'm like you know what i'm a king yeah. i'm not the king no, I'm I'm the I'm, I'm the king of my own kingdom. Yeah, uh, the minute version I stole it. That doesn't mean that you can't be one too, and that's the yeah. difference between kind of confidence and arrogance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not better yeah. than you. I'm the same. Like you know, come join yeah. me. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, it makes total sense, man. Um, um, but I, I think yeah, it it requires the the nuance to explain actually that you. Uh, as I gave the example of yesterday, so this is the guy in my group that he's, he's maybe even a bit more on the on the macho side. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of on the on the nice guy side yeah um um so he needs to add a bit of um vulnerability and getting a bit more in touch with his emotions yeah in order to reclaim his kingdom yeah, yeah. so so yeah that's quite know? funny i've got one of those well, on my program too just one yeah. out of eight yeah. guys there's one of them is is that is is a bit further there and it's quite yeah. interesting kind of running the program because i kind of expected everybody to be over there but it's a it's an interesting dynamic to yeah. to, to to bring the macho-ness into the into that vulnerability as well yeah yeah it's, in, it's yeah. interesting to watch yeah that's yeah, lovely man that's great yeah yeah so listen, hey, we're gonna have to wrap up now, man. I'm Amen. gonna have to do the school. I'm gonna have to step into my feminine as a single dad and go and do the school run. Um, and be attentive to my daughter and cook her dinner and everything. Is else. that feminine? Is that feminine? <laughs> oh, let's let's do another podcast on that. No, <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. I, 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 it, it's an interesting point though because I think people get. It's one of the things I do have to explain. People get up with the roles, and they confuse the energy with the roles. So exactly. it's like, like you can totally go and be a single dad, do the school run, cook the dinner, but you can do it totally in your masculine energy, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, so tell us a little bit more. What have you got going on at the moment? How can guys engage with you? Um, what, when, when's your next program run in? What, what stuff have you got on offer at the moment? Yeah. Good question. Well, I, yeah, I just started my online uh, training. I, I do three months uh, online trainings. I'm going to kick off uh, a new one online in January. Yeah. Um, I also start, I have planned a face-to-face in the Netherlands, in, in Utrecht, but you know, we'll see how it goes corona-wise. Um, so that's what I do. I do three months programs. Yeah, I don't do short stuff anymore. I don't do weekends anymore because I want to focus on long-term, um, long-term projects. Uh, I can see so much more... Um, it takes time, doesn't it? This program takes time. Takes, takes time, time. Yeah. and I prefer guys spending money uh, in such a way than only on a weekend and be, oh yeah, that they see the light, and you know, a week after that they're back in their old groove. So I, I don't want to support that anymore. Yeah. So uh, I'm aiming at long long term projects. So next year I will cook in January. I will kick off new new programs, um, and of course I do one on one coaching. Um, I do it online and in face to face here in Harderwijk in in the Netherlands. So um, you can check out my uh, my website, mankracht.org. 
to uh, ORG uh, <laughs> to, to check out when my new uh, training program will start. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Brilliant, man. And so have I inspired you to write a book yet? Ha! Ooh, well... There's uh, a book in you, hey, there's a book in you, brother. Yeah, man, I know. I've, I already started uh, this summer with... I, 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 did, I did spell out some stuff, but it's in Dutch. Uh, a friend of mine said, oh, you need to do it in English. So, so yeah, there is something on... I, I don't want to call it a book yet. Yeah. Uh, I got a few pages going on, yeah, with some things that are... that would, like, sum up what I'm doing with my Mankracht uh, training. So I got those seven steps, those seven things that, uh, that a guy should stick to, in my opinion, you know... Um, a few of them like having a healthy relationship with your sexuality and yeah. having a healthy relationship with your anger. Um, so I got seven of those, those things, which I, I kind of, I started out as trying to write a document, but then, you know, it, it becomes huge. Brilliant. And then, then suddenly it's like, Oh my God, this is more than I anticipated. So it's in the fridge right now. I can, <laughs> I can, feel, it, I can feel a goal for 2021 coming on. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have the, I have the pleasure of uh, welcoming you to come and talk to my guys actually on my program, don't I? Uh, that will be great. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're, yeah. we're going to be covering sex and, and sexuality with those guys, we've got some work to do first before we get there. Yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. Yeah, man. Cool. So thank you, Haye. I'm looking forward to doing some more work with you and I can't wait for them to open up the world again so I can jump on a plane, come visit properly. And Yeah, man, that will be awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that as well, Fidel. Thanks for having me, man. This was really a pleasure to talk to you about all those uh, cool, cool, cool subjects. Definitely. <laughs> Thanks, Haye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the Modern Man podcast. And uh, don't forget, you can join the Modern Man Club on Facebook. Uh, for ladies that are tuning in, we also have the Modern Woman Club as well. Uh, unique opportunity for 700 women and one man to, to, to have some interesting conversations. You can buy my book, The Modern Man's Guide to Divorce. Uh, number one bestseller as from today on Amazon as well. And my website is modernman.org.uk. Thank you for tuning in. Suckers of a modern man Still no man's to snow from the deserts at the hottest sand We put together positive plans of action To sophisticated paragraphs for an ape scratching walls with the rock in his hand Like the pioneers that plot the land I travel far through the lines of the paragraph We got priests but regardless Trying to breathe but I'm coughing Trying to